At the end of last episode, we were surrounded by security guards from Kel Enterprises who were all intimidatingly just kind of surrounding you all, though they were convinced not to come up in fight mode. And then a voice out of nowhere said, uh, <laughs> I told you we should have taken the train. The security guards look around and they're so confused as to where the voice came from. And one of them, uh, not the like captain, one of them is like, did, did the did the did the beast just talk? Can I send Pepper to run behind that guard's like legs <laughs> and scare him? Yeah. Do you have a move that like lets you do the thing, or is it just like I'm gonna do the thing? Um, like he's my eerie companion, which is like a move, but I but that like mechanically I think doesn't apply because the moves that he can help me with are figuring out a person and defying disaster neither of which like i just want to fuck i just want to fuck with him yeah no you can fuck with him as a free action great thank you (laughs) (laughs) uh and he spins and is like his foot gets caught in like a piece of the matted fur and he like (laughs) falls and like lands on his ass in the middle of like this thick carpet of hair and he like pulls himself to his feet and he looks panicked he still does not see you though adelaide because you are still convincingly hidden in the fur (laughs) she's just cackling cackling out loud or cackling to yourself cackling aloud (laughs) three of like three of the four guards are like freaked out and the captain is like okay where is that voice coming from someone find it (laughs) and the guards start like Searching the one guard who just got, like, knocked on his ass, like, goes to, like, look to see if the sound is coming out of the creature's, like, mouth. And is, like, crawling up the neck and towards the face. And the rest of them are just, like, searching through the fur. I just want to start pushing people. Just push them <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to push off a security guard? Yeah, I want to push off a security guard. Um, All right. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a solid fight roll there. Okay. Uh, So when you seek to incapacitate someone with violence, roll plus daring or grace. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with daring because that's my strongest suit. That makes sense. I don't think you're trying to be graceful. (laughs) Pushing someone off a monster doesn't feel graceful to me. Uh, Six. Exactly six. Perfect. So that is going to be a fail. Mark experience there. Oh, I get um, to level up. Hell yeah. And we'll take a sec to do like leveling up in a minute because I know mm-hmm. we got a couple people who are there as well. But as you go to push someone, they turn back and see you do it and they grab you and all four of them level their guns on the group of you. And, like, again, they've got, like, harpoon and spear guns, but, like, the captain also has just, like, a straight-up, like, handgun. Cool, cool, cool. Adelaide, there's no one leveling a pistol at you. You're still hidden. The other (laughs) four of you have guns leveled right at you. I think Nymeria is registering her protest. And the captain is, like, if you truly are a child of an executive, I would like your last name, please. Woo. And she begins listing her lineage, like, as far back as she can go. And the captain just looks at you and she's like, okay, that's enough. And, like... Namiria doesn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) She, not forcefully, but, like, firmly, takes your arm and, like, moves you behind her. So now... Uh, Can I resist? I don't want to be dragged around by a lady. Uh, are you, like, fighting her off, or are you, like, just, like, shaking out of her arm? I will draw my dagger. <gasps> All right. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and have you defy disaster with that. Oh, uh, fun. Uh, let's see. So I draw Sweet Hibiscus, and I defy danger with what kind of rolls? Uh, so it can be any of them. Uh, just say how you're doing it. How do I do this gracefully? <laughs> I was about to say, are you trying to, like, dance out, or are you just, like, yanking yourself out? Because 
I will like, so in Bagua, which I studied, there's a lots of like twisting maneuvers that allow you to escape grasp by using your body leverage and uh, sort of going against the flow of their own momentum. So I would love to do that and draw my dagger all in one smooth fluid motion and not like put it at her throat, but like level it at her with like a, how dare you touch me? Your child of your boss. Perfect. Go ahead and roll for me. Hey, that's a 10. Eight plus two. I succeeded on a roll tonight. Terrific. Uh, So you're going to do it with style. Oh, hell yeah. uh, If you want to describe a little bit more, you did kind of describe what that looks like. But if you got more of a description, feel free. Yeah, I think, you know, she spins uh, inwards on her right shoulder. So she actually spins towards the person to get them to loosen their grasp. And as she steps back, she draws the dagger and point levels it like directly at the spot between her eyes. And then like, you know, if this were an anime, there'd be like cherry blossoms swirling behind her somehow magically. (laughs) And so I think there are. They're just like some that were trapped in the fur of the beast just swirl up outwards as she steps around as if she summoned the wind. Perfect. And the captain goes, Miss Wu, you know that this project is the pinnacle of the work we've been doing for so many years. Bold of you to assume I know anything about any projects. (laughs) 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 And she looks at you and is like, your father didn't tell you about the effort to control the wild animals in the untamed? Why would he tell me? I'm a daughter, not a son. As far as I'm concerned, you're one of the very brigands trying to stop this supposed project to tame the wilds. In disguise, hmm? Hmm? He told me that people in the untamed would be cunning and devious, so maybe you're one of these devious, cunning people. Uh, I take offense to that. Do you? I thought you'd be complimented. I mean, I am cunning and devious, but I'm not saying that all of us are. Oh. <laughs> Registering what racism is. <laughs> and the captain looks at you and says, Miss Wu, I understand your concern and your frustration and the offense you have taken to this. I need you to step aside so you were not injured while we take down these low lives they're not low lives they rescued me and brought me on to this beast how dare you i think you're trying to give the float a bad name truly deviousness chicanery absolute chicanery (laughs) Um, my father will not stand for this churlishness (laughs) (laughs) churl (laughs) um rugosa approaches hand on uh, the handle of Ox, Rue's greatsword, and says, um, Madam, Nymeria, as sovereign of her own body and travels, commanded me to escort her to her chosen destination. Until we have reached that chosen destination, she is under my protection. If you lay another hand on her or on any other beast that she claims to be her friend, beast or person, you shall meet the rest end of my blade. The captain sighs and she looks forlornly for a moment at Nymeria in this like, I could have been this privileged young woman, but we don't know what happened in her life to change that course, but she is not. She is a captain of a security guard uh, agency. And yeah, way to choose work instead of a lifetime of privilege. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and she says, so be it. And fires the spear off at Rugosa. <gasps> Ooh. Um, oh my um, gosh. Adelaide emerges from the fur and yells out to everyone, if we all grab hands, I can get us out of here. What about the dog? My dog or the dog? You have a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Hold on. While this conversation is going, uh, Rue, do you want to dodge out of the way or are we just taking this hit here? Oh, gosh. I, I guess I sure should try to dodge. Go ahead and roll to defy disaster. Okay. And what do I add to that again? Uh, so it depends on how you're doing it. Right. Um, so say what it looks like as you try to defy disaster here. Um, I'm going to imagine it's either uh, grace or daring. But what does it look like as you try to stop this spear or dodge out of the way? I think what Rue tries to do is move just Rue's torso profile suddenly, but um, allow the spear to hit their like rusted pauldron, like right against the 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 like deep metal of it, and reach out and grab the spear as it is slowed by the pauldron. And we're gonna see. I I think I would put that as daring. Yeah, it's or right on the line. Grace? I'll say it's daring. It's right on the line, but we'll give you daring there. <laughs> okay. Because you're letting it hit you. So. Mm-hmm. Um. That's uh a seven. Excellent. Uh, so I'm going to offer you a hard choice or you'll succeed with a sacrifice. So what would you be willing to sacrifice to have this work? Um, I'd be willing to sacrifice the integrity of my armor. Excellent. So it will either like damage the integrity of your armor and leave you exposed. Or it's going to like ricochet off and... With the direction that your arm is angled, it's going to hit either Coney or Malta Regina. Oh, yeah, I will. I will take the damage to my to my ancestral armor. Excellent. And you do feel the impact of this spear like it. It's going fast enough that it it hurts. It doesn't pierce you. It doesn't injure you. But like. You can feel that vibration like running down your arm as it like hits your shoulder. And the rest of the security guards spring into action. And while Adelaide is telling everyone this, one of the security guards goes and like not firing the spear, but using like the spear gun almost like it's like a blade, like kind of swinging it with spear end out uh, towards Coney. Who has not spoken this entire time, but they have just assumed that Cody is part of the team and therefore a villain. Uh, so, Cody, what do you want to do there? Yes, Cody has been clocking everything that's happening and has also been keeping a special eye on Adelaide to make sure that nothing will, no harm comes of her and is against their better will um, impressed by Rue's actions. And hates that they're impressed. But they've also been waiting to fight. So um, Coney's going to fight. Excellent. Go ahead and roll to fight for me. I, I have a playbook move called um, Impressive Sword Play. I don't know if this comes in at all, but... Uh, can you read the move trigger for me? Yes. It would be dependent on this roll. So whenever you roll a, a plus seven to fight, you may gain a string on someone who's present and asks their player what it is about you that has impressed or intrigued them. Excellent. Then yeah, this would absolutely do that. Uh, so let's go ahead and have you roll to fight for me. Great. Um, and that's with daring. Mm-hmm. Great. Seven and an eight. Excellent. So that is a seven plus. So you will get to uh, use that move. But first, you're going to choose two options uh, from the list. And your opponent is going to choose one. Um. I'm going to inflict a condition through through violence specifically. Coney is um, ready for violence. There hasn't been enough for them. And um, they have been getting pretty steamed throughout. So is wanting to make sure that not only um, they're okay, but the rest of the people on this beast, no matter what they feel about each of them right now, is also okay. Um, so I draw my sword, my biggest sword, and even though it's the biggest, it's also the lightest and the sharpest. And I, I just go for this person who is coming at me. 
Excellent. And you do get to pick one more from that list. You get to pick two and they pick one. Great. The ally, would that be with these security guards or with my fellow lesbians? Uh, so a great opportunity for your ally would be with the fellow lesbians. Great. Um, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to do that with Rue. I'm so sorry. What does create an opportunity mean? Mm -hmm. So you give them like either by like distracting or by like brute forcing, you will open up like them to be able to do something. So Jesus Christ, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're opening up like Rue, Rue could get an attack in. So, uh, hypothetically, like, Adelaide was, like, asking everyone to get together. You might give your allies an opportunity to do that. So, something of that nature. Great. Um, I noticed that um, Malta Regina is unoccupied right now, but looks like she's ready for um, to help give backup. And so, I take a dagger out from the bottom of my, one of, the one that is strapped to my ankle, and I toss it at her and say take care of these other ones okay yeah so i catch it terrific um so yeah you fucking beat them back and they do get this condition marked on them however they get to choose one back on you and they kind of like as you hit them backwards like roll and catch the arm of Adelaide and pull Adelaide like to their chest with their like the like sharp side of the spear like pressed to Adelaide's throat because uh, Adelaide was just like I can get us all out of here so they just seized a more powerful opportunity a more powerful position and they look furious like they were expecting this to be an easy like we're gonna go kidnap this beast back mission and, like, they probably have, like, a wife and kids to get home to. Like, <laughs> they don't want to be here today. They look <laughs> so angry. These sword lesbians are thirsty, just like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Malta Regina, what do you want to do? Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, I need to fight, but I don't know. Malta Regina is not really used to, like, moves that require finesse. <laughs> um. I think she's going to I I'm going to throw this this sword at the guard and try and like poke him poke poke the guard. Excellent. In uh, the head. You're going against like the one that's holding Adelaide right now? Yeah, against the one that's holding Adelaide. Excellent. Uh go ahead and roll to fight and that does sound like it's going to be with grace if you're trying not to hit Adelaide. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Adelaide. <laughs> Please don't fail. <laughs> I got a one. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. Oh, no. All right, Adelaide's dead. No! <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. Um, however, Percy, I'm going to give you a hard choice here. Cool. You are either going to take this dagger and mark two conditions, or Pepper is going to take the dagger and get hurt. Pepper's not going to die because Pepper is, you know, ghostly already, but Pepper is going to get injured. I, no, I'll take the dagger. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to, this dagger goes flying and it's really not far off from hitting the guard, but I think he like shifts up. And as they do, the dagger just, like, hits Adelaide in the shoulder. Can I play fanatical self-sacrifice to mark a condition to prevent a condition being inflicted on another and take one of those? Yeah. Do you want to, like, take the blow there? Is it possible to take one of the conditions? Or do I have to take both? If you want to mark a condition on yourself, it will take both of them. You'll be, like, stepping in to stop... <sighs> Do you want oh. do you want her to take a condition? I just thought I could split it so that it's like <laughs> you're not taking two conditions. Mm -hmm. Well, no, if you like 
if you take one condition, it will stop both of hers. So. Okay. Yes. Then I will take the one condition. Cool. So this dagger is flying towards Adelaide. What do you want to do here? Um, I think that I, or I, I don't notice yet that this rust pauldron has crumbled around my shoulders. So I attempt to take the hit to the pauldron again um, and then feel it go past the armor. Uh, and Rue is shocked. Rue has never f- felt uh, a, a blow without their armor before. Again, I'm high. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Adelaide looks up at Rue and sort of breathlessly says, thank you. You just get like a, a, a feeble thumbs up. And Rue, what condition are you marking? I think it might be angry. I think that this this great confusion of being pulled in so many directions is is turning to anger. That makes absolute sense to me. The guard that is holding Adelaide saw the dagger coming and then saw like Rue just step in and take it. And they are getting really overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> and Nymeria, you can see that they're getting really overwhelmed. Like overwhelmed, like they're really like turned on by what they just saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very much like, I don't get paid enough for this. Like <laughs> they were like, yeah, I could, like, threaten someone and, like, stop them from, like, breaking into our property. But, like, I almost just got stabbed. And I... They don't give me a big enough check to take a knife for the company. So, Nymeria, uh, what do you want to do? As you see, like, the captain is still pretty focused on you. There are two other guards. And then this guard who is holding Adelaide is freaking out a little bit. Yeah, I have some choices here as the flow of the battle has erupted, but I think the captain is the one who fired the spear, what hit Ragosa, correct? Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be the focus of my attention because she started it and Nymeria thinks we can end this swiftly. So she draws her short sword with along with her dagger now. So she's got well dandelion and sweet hibiscus out and she's a duelist. So she's going to go straight for the captain before she can reload. And it's gonna try and outmaneuver her or like dominate her in battle to get her to call off the security guards perfect go ahead and roll the fight for me yeah so we'll go with grace because that's Mm -hmm. what we do (laughs) that's a 12 this time amazing so you're gonna choose uh three oh well this is silly so i think uh through cutting words and then dueling with her will inflict a condition, hopefully guilty. And I will also, uh, galvanized by the lesbians around me, which have clearly been awakening something in me, uh, I think I'm going to flirt without thinking. I think I'm going to say, like, I don't think it's intentionally flirty. It's like, why don't you put down that gun and face me like a real woman, but it comes out like real flirty, you know? Um... (laughs) And then, uh, and then she like surprises herself. Like, oh, what did I just? What did I just mean? I have confusing maybe gay thoughts, and then uh, uh, maybe gaby thoughts. And then I would also like to uh, seize a superior position. So I'd like to be standing over her while I say that. Amazing! You get her down, and she is. There's a moment where she's got that like blushed look on her face and you get the string on her great i think namiria also blushes back because that's not what she was expecting Mm -hmm. and as you blush back she with cutting words is gonna say wow you really disappoint your father don't you oh shit (laughs) go ahead and mark a condition for me uh so i was guilty already so now i'm gonna be insecure ouch uh, and you're occupying her at the moment. Coney. Actually, let's go to Adelaide really quick. Adelaide, you were trying to get everyone gone and then, you know, got grabbed. Stuff happens. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody else wants to leave, so I will not <laughs> try to, I will not try to do our, do my escape maneuver. Adelaide's not really very fighty. But 
I think would try to like the guard that was holding her is freaking out. Correct. Mm -hmm. And like, they're still holding you like their grip is loosened, but they're still holding you. You could get away. Yeah, that's what I'll do is I'll try Mm -hmm. and get away and run like behind Coney and Malta Regina. Awesome. Uh, I think you can just do that. You don't need to. Yeah. He's freaked out enough that they're just going to let you go. Cool. <laughs> I'll like, yeah, do like a like a slide back into the into the fur behind Coney and Malta Regina um, and just kind of like stay alert. Excellent. And while you're there, you see the creature has been walking like the creature hasn't stopped walking, but now like slows down and you can see from where you are that ahead of you is this like giant like probably two three mile wide like circular complex with this like heavy steel barbed wire fence around it with gates every couple like hundred yards or so that like clearly are big enough for these creatures to get through And as you look through this barbed wire gate, there are buildings and like steel structures. And also there is a pen where several like other giant monsters, these like megafauna are being kept. Oh, she's going to open that pen eventually, but we're going to we're going to keep we'll keep we'll proceed with our on our beast. But yes, I'm filing this away. Perfect. I just wanted to, you know, let you know what you saw there. Uh, Coney, your uh, girlfriend? Person you made out with? I don't know what your title is. You haven't had a chance to, like, DTR yet. We haven't been able to talk it through yet. So, Coney won't be putting any labels quite yet. But as soon as Adelaide came behind me, Coney reached awkwardly hand behind searching for Adelaide's hand. To make sure that Adelaide's okay and she might have actually accidentally hit her cheek and her face a little bit. <laughs> like one of those like Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are human and are okay is what the gesture says. Um do you think that that gesture is meaningful to you, Adelaide? I think like I think that so. like emotional support there. Yeah, I think that absolutely. Uh, yeah, that sort of check in is very meaningful to Adelaide, considering Adelaide feels as though she has just escaped death because of Rugosa. Excellent. So, uh, Coney, when you offer someone emotional support in a way that could be meaningful to them, uh, roll plus heart or plus spirit. It sounds like you're rolling plus heart there. That's great because. My plus heart is two. Excellent. So go ahead and roll that for me. I'm rolling. So it's uh, an eight total. Excellent. Uh, So if they open up to you, they're going to choose one from that list. And the list is clear condition, mark XP, plus one forward, or gain insight from the GM about an obstacle facing one of you. Uh, If they're smitten with you, they may choose an additional option. Um. Adelaide uh, feels Coney's hand find hers and she squeezes it and is able to like accept that she did a foolish thing by putting herself in danger. And now it's proven to her that somebody cares enough about her to not want her to be in danger and she'll clear the guilty condition. Excellent. And then you are you smitten uh, with Coney? Yes. So I will also Perfect. mark an XP. Excellent. All right. Uh, and she did open up to you, so you don't have to mark the condition there, Coney. Um, but you have this like sweet little moment in the heat of battle. Uh, what do you want to do? Um, so after I'm done checking with Coney, I'm getting to the end of my... Um, patience with everything else that's happening and I want us to take some action and so I want to turn to my fellow lesbians and kind of 
put aside our differences and do something. So that is what I want to do. I don't know what move that is. Excellent. Who do you have a string over right now? I have all my strings on Adelaide <laughs> and I have their four strings on Adelaide. Excellent. Uh, so let's hold for a moment there since you've got four strings. Uh, if you gain a fourth string on someone, uh, you gain a profound insight and learn something about them that even they don't know. Uh, so the player will tell you what you learn. Uh, Adelaide, what does Coney learn about you? Um, Coney learns that they are the only person who has ever genuinely been in love with Adelaide. Incredible. And then uh, you're going to clear all your strings and you gain two XP there, Coney. Oh, sorry, clear all but one of the strings. And I'm at three XP now. Perfect. So this is a really good time while Coney uh, has just said, do something. Uh, actually, we'll hold off till after we do the do something. Uh, so Coney just said, do something. And you all have the opportunity uh, who has a plan? Adelaide, it sounded like you had a plan there. I do have a plan. Excellent. <laughs> it The move that I want to use is written vaguely, so it might not, I might be wrong about how I'm interpreting it and would like to use it, but like, we'll figure it out. But other if other people have plans, I'm open to them. Rule of cool. I mean, as everyone remembers Adelaide's plan, is anyone like, no, I'm not going along with that? The plan being to open the pen? Well, the plan that she has, the thing that she said to everyone is, I'm going to, I can get us out of here. Great. Great plan. A thousand stars. Excellent. Uh, so, Adelaide, I want you to roll a Defy Disaster, and you're going to add plus one to that um, because, like, the whole team is with you there. So you're going to be Defying Disaster for everybody. Excellent. I would assume Spirit, since you're using metaphysical skill, I assume? Yeah, that, that tracks. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, so that's a 9 plus 1 plus another one for an 11. Excellent. So you all join hands, and Adelaide, you do it with style. Um, so I'm going to use my move that I just got when I leveled up called Astral Dance, and I'm going to dance us across the boundary into the realm beyond and essentially try to teleport us to the to just outside of the pen where I saw all of the animals locked up so that we would sort of like there's these, I think, like minor piano notes that sound and sort of ring ominously in the air. And we all sort of twist and swirl um, and appear having passed through the world of the unseen uh into into the the compound excellent uh and you have the like status like when you use pepper like it is terrifying for people right <laughs> uh yes its assistance is always obvious and alarming to ordinary people <laughs> excellent uh so i'm gonna say because you're passing through the like unseen world uh you do get there safely but it's it's alarming to people. Um, Adelaide has not considered that this might be alarming. <laughs> uh, specifically, I would love to check in to see how Coney is reacting to this. Coney is just whispering mantras to themselves, being like, it's okay, it's okay, it's not okay, it's not okay, it's happening, I can't stop it. So that's basically um, everything that's coming out of Coney's mouth actively. But I don't know if there's any sound coming out because there might not be sound. So it's just like a muted cottony wail <laughs> from Coney. Excellent. Adelaide, as you're watching this reaction, do you think that's enough to make you stagger? Yeah, she has absolutely not considered that this would be this is very normal to her. And she has not considered that this is scary and unknown to literally everybody else. Um, so, yes, I think that's probably true that she would stagger from that. When you suffer a staggering physical or emotional blow, choose an option from the following based on the number of conditions you have marked. Adelaide, how many conditions do you have? Zero. Excellent. So uh, you're going to choose one of the three options below. 
Um, Adelaide sees this reaction from Coney, and as they pass back through into the regular world, um, she sees this and she's deeply hurt. I'm going to choose uh, lash out at someone whose regard matters to you. And I think she'll say to Coney, I don't understand. I saved us. I under I get that you saved us, but I also didn't we die for a minute. Were no. we in death? No, it's just the it's just the other world. What other world? I only know this world. What other how many are there? Two? What? Including this one or like a dish three? Including there... the including the it's it's not a big deal. It's just the unseen. What? Yeah, but then how ca- I just saw it though. So how is it unseen if I saw it? Well, usually only I can see it. Huh? <laughs> I'm lost and confused and I was invisible and I was making noise and it was nothing coming out. So I, how did we wind up here? And while Tony is asking that question and they're having this conversation, uh, Malta Regina, you obviously were thrown by that too. It was alarming. But you regained your senses pretty quickly. You've been through some pretty traumatic shit. Um, And you noticed that, like, you all were fighting for security guards earlier. There are a lot more of them. They're not close to you, but they are, like, advancing because people just appeared out of nowhere next to this, like, clearly very crucial pen. Okay. Um, Well, I... I'm going to take on one of my moves that I just gained because I leveled up. Uh, so I'm going to pretend to be a villain to like win their trust. So my thing is when you pretend to be a villain to win a villain's trust, they trust you enough to offer you an opportunity and you gain a string on them. Um, I can choose one of the following options, which is someone watching comes to the worst possible conclusion the villain requires an act of villainy to prove your intentions first, or the villain is only pretending to trust you and the opportunity is a trap. Excellent. Uh, so what does it look like as you pretend to be a villain there as these guards are advancing? Um, I'm going to say, hey, look, I uh, I caught some people sneaking around over here. Uh, I'm going to take them to the place. So... They can be, uh, we can do the thing. (laughs) And then you choose one of the three options, right? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I'm going to say that someone watching comes to the worst possible conclusion. So who watching do you think comes to the worst conclusion? And also like you all can throw in, like, I think it's my character. Nymeria comes to the worst possible conclusion. Uh, John John just raised their hand. So Nymeria... Right, raised hands don't work on podcasts. <laughs> Nymeria just, you know, kind of had a crisis of faith as it was like, well, these are the people I've known my whole life. Oh, no, wait, they might be bad. Oh, no, wait, one almost shot my friend. Oh, no, wait, now we went through the spirit world. And now Malta Regina is revealing that she betrayed us. So what do you react here? I think she was visibly shook when she was told that her dad would not be proud of her because I think that's probably the first time in her life that she considered that that's even a possibility. And then uh, cavorting through the spirit world, I think she, once it happened, she assumed that Adelaide's powers would probably be like sparkly and flowery and like, you know, at least a Frank stickers, but in, in fact, it was like abject unknown cosmic horror. <laughs> and so I think she started screaming and hasn't stopped since they reappeared. Um, and then Malta Regina just reveals herself as a villain, right? And so I think she abruptly stops screaming and I think it's just too much and she faints. I think she, I, I don't know what else to do. So I think she swoons dramatically. Perfect. And a very calm voice from a distance away says, Can someone please collect my daughter? (gasps) Dad! (gasps) He comes up, like one of the guards goes over and like picks up Nymeria and he comes up and like offers a hand to Malta Regina. And Malta Regina's like, 
What up, sir? Haven't seen you in a while. How's it hanging? He doesn't react to the weirdness of language compared to like how like rigid his language is. And he's like, are you one of the new recruits who joined us from the Untamed? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I I've been working with y'all for uh several months now. Um, you know, doing some undercover uh biz. Um and you know, me and your daughter were um, you know, just just chilling. Uh she ran away for a little bit, but I caught her and I brought her back here to you uh, so that we could all continue in this evil plan together. And he cocks his head and he's like, evil plan? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what they would say, right? They would call it an evil plan. But when you spell evil backwards, it's, um, it just says live. It's, it's, Cause this plan is live, yo. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's great. I think he was like on the verge of like figuring you out, but that like little speech just fucking threw him off, and he's just like, okay, um, well, I appreciate you bringing in these ne'er do wells. And he looks at Rue, Coney, and Adelaide, and he's like, So, did you kidnap my daughter? Sir, I was tasked by your daughter herself with her safe escort from water to land. I have been her faithful escort from then to this point. The others you see here on this beast assisted in our escape earlier uh, from a very dangerous situation. None of us are involved in any kind of kidnapping whatsoever. Okay. Well, what about the two of you then? And looks at Adelaide and Coney. Do you support Cal Enterprises? Or should we release you to the dangers of the untamed? Adelaide looks at Coney for a cue. Coney looks at this person before them. and feels rage radiating from her toes all the way up through her head and she can't help herself but spit at his feet. And he glances down at like the spit on his shoes and then glances back up and says Alright. Food for the beasts it is. And grabs Coney, well, the guards grab Coney and Adelaide. Adelaide hasn't said anything, but he just decided. Um, and start bringing them towards the pen. And I say, I, I, I got it, everybody. I can take them. I'm strong. I can take two prisoners at once, see? And, and I grab them both and I'm like, come over here. Go ahead and roll to defy danger okay. with your wits. Eight. All right. Uh, so you are going to. Uh, I'm going to offer you a hard choice, or you'll succeed with a sacrifice. Okay. So what would you sacrifice to get this completed? Um, is it possible to sacrifice any goodwill I've earned over this adventure? Yeah, like your reputation with like your team. Yeah, with my team. I feel like I could sacrifice a reputation with my team to be able to do this. Yeah, totally. Uh, the hard choice is that as you turn away, Mr. Wu looks over your shoulder and says, I don't think that blade is appropriate commission. And he will take the blade from you for not being, like, officially commissioned by the team. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, I'll give up the blade. I'll give up the blade. God, my heart is just 
ripping in half here. And what do you say as uh, he, like, looks at the blade? Take good care of her. She's been with me a long time. And a single tear, like, slides down my face and I, like, quickly wipe it away so they don't notice. And he doesn't hesitate. He just takes it. Yeah, is this a moment to wake up? (laughs) I think it's a great moment to wake up. Can I look at that and go, what are you doing with Malta Regina's sword? Oh my god. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) That begins. (laughs) Why are you taking that lesbian sword from her? (laughs) Oh my god. And he looks at now what is all of you? And he's like, Malta Regina, the famous thief? No, Malta Regina, my friend, who saved me by throwing me onto a giant beast to escape certain death. Oh. Uh, he looks at everyone and then specifically to Malta Regina is like, why did you come here? All right. I, okay, I guess the jig is up. I am Malta Regina of the world famous Regina Dentata have come here to uh, stop your plan, which is not, in fact, live as shit. It is evil. Um, we we saw that you were taking beasts and that you're probably going to pillage this beautiful land where I grew up. And uh, we're going to stop you. And I don't want to have to kill you because I thought that I had turned that life behind me. But if I have to, I'll just, you know... Stab you through and also get your filthy hands off of my ex's sword, you bastard. And there's a moment that passes over his eyes, over his face when you say hands off my ex's sword. And there's like this like almost guilty look. And then he like regains his composure. Do you want to figure out a person there? Yeah, I do want to figure. <laughs> uh, so if you try to figure out a person or try to understand a person, roll plus wit. Okay. I am eight. All right. Uh, so you're going to ask two questions uh, from the list here, which I will send, but then they will ask one of you in return. Okay. What do you love most? I'm so sorry, Nymeria. He looks around at this empire that he has been building. And you can tell that it's really important to him. But the word X's was what caused him to look around. This company has emotional value related to some past thing. Uh, You probably don't know what it is, but he is part of this company for a reason. Okay. Um, and my other question is, how could I get you to quit? He cares about his daughter deeply. And while he loves the company because it is an extension of the other person in his life who, like, he started this or, like, joined this for... He would stop if Nymeria, like, pushed him to do it. Like, she would have to push, but he would stop if she pushed him. He doesn't own the company. It wouldn't stop the company, but he would step down. Uh, and then he gets to ask one of you in return. Um, And it is, how could I get you to join Cal Enterprises? <laughs> I thought you were about to walk out. I thought you were like, no, I'm done. You could get me to join Kella Enterprises if you, if you took me directly to the person in charge. He looks at you, Malta Regina, and he's like, you have gumption lying to dozens of armed guards here. Uh, soldier like you, even if you are a woman, would be an incredible asset to our company. Why does our company have so many soldiers? I thought we were doing good things. (laughs) 
sometimes when you do good things, bad people push back. Yes, but I'm not a bad person and a guard shot at me. Did you get in the way of the good we were trying to do? No, she got in my way. You know, sometimes, my daughter, you are just too naive for your own good. Imeria cocks her head and goes, what do you mean? Everything I learned, I learned from you. I mean that you choose to believe the good in people and the people that you're with. A thief, a warrior, a vagabond, and what, a a train conductor? Did you not send me here to learn more about the Untamed and its people? As part of my education? To learn more, yes. Not to join them. Nymeria, you are better than every one of these people. Oh yes, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Tony rolls their eyes so hard, they almost fall out of their head. (laughs) Rue, what is your reaction to this? I love that. Didn't love that. Yeah, yeah, feeling a little... That that anger, I think, is is boiling. He's not paying attention at all to you, Rue. He is continuing to talk to Nymeria and just, like, riling the group up. Like, he's talking to her and being like, you are superior, being with these people is a mistake, etc., etc. But Coney, Rue, Adelaide, he's not giving you a second look. Can I ask a question about our surroundings? Yeah, absolutely. Can I see any sort of like control to the gate? Like the exterior gate? From the, for the pen with the beasts in it. Yeah. Let's say you can see a control. There's like a, um, like pad on the outside, like not even like a keypad. It's just like a, like press the green button to open and the red door to lock it once it's closed. While they're having this conversation, I want to dash over and press the button to open it. You just do that. Great. (laughs) It does not open quickly. It's not a, like, rapid, but it's opening fast enough that, like, as the beasts see it start to open without, like, people with, like, spears or whatever corralling them, these beasts start making their way out and, like, knock the door all the way open. And it starts to get hectic in there. I would love to invoke a thing for this playbook of the Seeker. Mm-hmm. I would love to defy <laughs> my commandment of always obeying the authority, which I feel like I'm kind of doing already. Uh-huh. And I would like to, with all my veritable frail might, grab Malta Regina's sword and throw it over to her. Yes. Excellent. Do you have to roll for it or does it just happen? Each time, uh, so when I break a commandment and repudiate it forever, which I'm doing, I cross it off and mark experience. Oh, I mark experience. Write a conviction expressing my new belief, something that uh, contradicts the commandment. So in lieu of always obey the authority, I think it's going to be like always follow my heart. Parenthesis superior heart. (laughs) (laughs) Always follow my clearly superior heart. And Malta Regina, you get your sword back. And these beasts are starting to swarm. And there are spear guns and regular guns just going off left and right. Oh, and I'm so sorry. Can I... There's another part of the move that I missed. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I reduce my tradition by one, and I ask an onlooker if they agree with my conviction. If they say yes, I take a string on them and learn what holds them back from living up to it, if anything. If they say no, then I mark a condition. So for the juicy, juicy drama, I will turn to Rue. And go, like, I, I've chosen to follow my my heart, and I'll let that guide me instead of the strange principles that have been imbued in me forever. Do you agree, Rue? Rue unsheathes Ox, their great rusted sword, and just sort of, like, holds it in their two hands and says, um, I thought your father and I were aligned in goals in restoring this land to the people from the beasts and from the wild. It is clear that this endeavor has no intention of restoring the land back to the people, but instead maintaining control of the land for individual gain. 
Is that correct, Mr. Wu? In my assessment? That's all right. No need to answer. Um, <laughs> and I think that Rue is going to take their rusted greatsword and break it in half over their knee. So now they have this like horrible, like jagged thing coming out the end of the the hilt. And they say, well, I do not yet know what it means to follow my heart. I am interested in learning what it means to follow the people, not just the people I was raised with, not just the ways that I know, but the people who are here and caring for this land already. And I point this jagged blade end at uh, Nymeria's father and look to Nymeria and say, what would you have me do next? Uh, Nymeria will level both her dagger and short sword at her father as well and goes, if he does not back down, then we should heckle him roundly until he does. And Malta Regina holds her sword out and she's like, well, fuck yeah, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. (laughs) Pony joins in and takes out their sword too and holds it and is just like... And she actually takes out her other sword, so she's got two swords, and she's like, final fuckily. Adelaide <laughs> takes out her tiny little railroad spike dagger <laughs> and holds it out. <laughs> Amidst the chaos, there are like still guards leveling guns at you all. And he like gestures and like has them lower. And he's like, So you have chosen to be with these Cretans, then. I've chosen to, if your, your plant is clearly not a live plant. If you would hurt, <laughs> if, if you would brand these beasts, if you would, <laughs> it's not a live plant at all, you brand these beasts, you would take someone's sword from her without question, you would take the land from people, that all feels antithetical to everything we learned. And yet it makes so much sense, doesn't it? So yes, I if it means that I be a Cretan too, then yes, I am now Cretan. And he sighs, and then from this point forward does not look at Nymeria whatsoever. And he looks at the guards and is like, let them walk out of here, close the gate behind them, and do not look back. And he opens the gates. Awesome. Uh, so Malta Regina... Um, swings her giant sword over her shoulder like a badass and just starts strutting like uh, like there's music behind her. Um, Rugosa is going to take this rusted point of the sword, the piece that no longer fits or is no longer attached to the hilt and um, is going to jam it into the door mechanism. Whatever controls the opening and closing so that it stays open. Of the exterior gate or of the gate to the pen? The gate to the pen. Excellent. So yeah, that is stuck open. Coney, what are you doing here? Coney slowly lets down both of their swords and smirks at them. Not going to waste any words on them but turns to Adelaide and says I'm so sorry for not knowing that there were other worlds of course there were because whenever I look at you you are a whole other world so I'm sorry Adelaide is weeping Um, (laughs) I didn't mean to scare you but I know you like to explore. I know you like to see new things. And I think I have a lot of things that I could show you. <laughs> that sounded very dirty. Well, she doesn't know. <laughs> Tony smiles and intwi- intertwines 
their fingers with Adelaide's and says, I would like that very much. And I, I think they walk, they follow Malta Regina, who is like a little bit ahead of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Nymeria, what are you doing here? I have my short sword and dagger, which I will sheath, but then I'll pull out my my long sword, because I have so many swords, uh, which is our like family sword, and I will toss it back at my father's feet. And uh, then turn around and walk, like trying real hard not to look back. But like you can tell she like really wants to and then like say something. But she's like, no, I'm a Cretan now. I'm a superior Cretan. And we'll keep like <laughs> walking forward, like head high, but lip clearly trembling. And then she'll whistle for the big dog that we rode in on, whom she's mysteriously grown attached to for no reason. And sure enough, that uh, large creature arrives outside the gate. And the five of you get on the other side of the gate. And the exterior gate actually is really quick. So it closes with a slam. And there's a moment of stillness as you all are outside this gate. Does anyone want to say anything before uh, you, I assume, get on this creature and leave? I just want to say that everyone was so badass today. I'm just smitten with all of you. I'm not going to trigger that move four times. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think Namiria, who is still really trying hard to hold back tears, is just going to be like, we have to make a stop by the train because all my things are there. And I think that's all I have left in the world. So I will need to... Uh, change some clothes. So if we could please stop by the train, that would be so lovely. And then I suppose I will need to find a job because I think I have been cut off. (laughs) We shall um, be on that quest together, my friend. Job. Uh, Kony looks at each person into each of their eyes and says, Rugosa, you said earlier, is it corporations who are evil or humans who are evil? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Just corrupt was the word corrupt. I used. My apologies. It's been a long day. I've traveled to another world. No, completely understand. <laughs> Don't worry. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Please, I, I'm so sorry. Please continue. I appreciate that. Thank you, Rugosa. But it makes me think that looking at each of you that yes humans might be corrupt but not always and each of you shows me that there is another way that's all i have to say adelaide looks up at the beast as we're getting onto it to go back to where we live into the train and just sort of muses out loud. I wonder if we could use these as part of our transit system. <laughs> you mean a, a train pulled by large demonic beasts? I've, I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent idea. Perhaps if you both are in need of something to occupy your time, you could help me with infrastructure and making all of the wonders of the untamed more accessible to our people. That sounds like a job, Nymeria. (laughs) I guess. If if I've also chosen work over a life of privilege and everything I ever wanted, then I suppose as far as work goes, it's not terrible. Yes, um, infrastructure seems like a a, a well-deserved aim for a, for a warrior such as I, trained in. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, it does. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds that sounds awful. That does not. But but I, but I have learned that sometimes. There are things that you don't want to do that you do for the people around you 
And so I am willing to give this infrastructure thing a try. And as you all are talking about this and riding away on this creature, we get this like pulled back shot of the whole untamed. And there are still like the circle of pathways radiating out from this like center of factories and such. And we can see the train tracks running along it and the clearings where Malta Regina used to steal from people. Then we get a zoomed in shot of these two people who are standing like on a small like tree. Like the like it's not a foresty tree, but it comes above the grass. And one of them is a non-binary person with a braid, and the other one is a girl of about 14. And uh the older one says, Well. It looks like we have some more work to do. And that is where our story is going to come to an end. No! (laughs) Ah! Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Top Brian Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertelti. Our Thirsty Sword Lesbians campaign features Gina Famia as Coney Shiversville, Nyekyo Gavia as Malta Regina, Percival Hornack as Adelaide, John John Johnson as Nymeria Wu, Leo Mock as Rugosa, and This Game is Gay Mastered by Tess Youth. If you'd like to help us continue exploring the intersection of theater and tabletop role-playing games, consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice, or supporting us and getting access to our patron-only bonus content at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddramanerds. You can find our social media and website links, including our cast bios, in the link tree in our show notes. And be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds. Bye.